And we are back. Uh, thank you for joining me. Another episode of the All Go Podcast. I am your host, Desmond Upshaw. Uh, today, want to do a recap. It's been a couple days since uh, Alabama has clinched the national championship against Ohio State. Uh, the final score to that one was 52 to 24. And uh, just a couple thoughts on the game. Uh, first off, it was uh, an incredible uh, play calling experience from seeing Steve Sarkeesian. He was just dialed in. I think he had a phenomenal game plan coming into the game. And I thought he put his guys in the best position to win the game. Uh, and it, it sounds silly, but so many times you see coaches and coordinators, guys that are calling plays, go to something different than what got them there. So, for instance, for Alabama, it it, it was Devontae Smith that, that got them to that point. Uh, they had Jalen Waddle earlier in the, in the season, but he got hurt uh, in an October game. So, for down the stretch, it was Devontae Smith. It was number six, the Slim Reaper. Uh, he was incredible um, all season, and he was the the guy that Steve Sarkeesian had said if if you know, didn't say, but basically from his play calling said that if we're gonna win the game, it's gonna be because of number six, and I'm putting the ball in my my quarterback's hands. He's he's been clutch. He's been very good all season, and um, that's what they did. It was it was interesting because. Coming into the game, there was no surprise. I mean, Devontae Smith just won the Heisman Trophy. So there was no surprise that he was a great player. Uh, The surprise to me was, number one, how often Alabama got him the ball in that first half. And not only got him the ball, but didn't force feed him to where it was putting the ball in harm's way. So it wasn't throwing into double coverage. It wasn't, you know, throwing into triple coverage. It was he had good matchups the the entire half and really it was more so shocking to see Ohio State not put more attention on Devontae Smith uh, I understand that that uh, they put him in motion a lot and and they put him in different spots on the field so he wasn't always lining up in the same spot to where you could you know double team him or have multiple guys watching him but it nonetheless uh, I, I just feel like they're should have been a better plan from the Ohio State defense uh, because that, to me, Devontae Smith being in a different spot on a regular basis should not have been a surprise. Him being in motion shouldn't have been a surprise. So when you look at preparation and things like that, you'd like to to see a little better game plan from Ohio State because I, I think they are, I think they're talented, but I, I do think their issue was on the back end, but nonetheless, I mean, if you can, if you double team a guy, that kind of, that at least helps you a bit. Uh, Devontae Smith is, is, he's just a phenomenal player. So I I do understand there's, there's only so much you can do, but I don't feel like Ohio State did as much as they should have when it comes to stopping a player. If I'm, if I was the D coordinator for Ohio State, I can live with uh, John Mechie beating me. I can live with Billingsley, the tight end, beating me. Miller Forrestal. I'm I'm fine with those guys beating me. I I'm not okay with with Devonte Smith being the one that beats me. Um, I it, no matter how great he is, but um, you know he ended with 12 catches for 215 yards in the first half and three touchdowns. 
Uh, I mean, that there's guys who don't have that in, in two full games, and he did that in one half of football. Uh, he had a finger injury. I couldn't really tell, and they didn't really say much if it was a broken finger, dislocated, anything like that. But um, reports are he should be fine. Um, but just a, a phenomenal um, performance by Devontae Smith and, and Alabama putting up 52 points was, was pretty incredible. Um, third downs, Alabama was 8 of 13 and 2 for 2 on fourth downs and 6 for 6 in the red zone. That's that's the killer is uh, with, the, with offense in college football today just being so explosive, you're going to give up yards. It's just inevitable. Uh, it's going to happen, but the the key is is when you get into that red zone is holding teams to field goals and potential turnovers versus giving up six points because that is going to be a killer. To give up a touchdown every time a team gets in the red zone, that's just not going to cut it, and Ohio State settled for a field goal pretty early on in the, uh, in the game, and it was a chance for them to tie the game up at, I believe, 21-all, and they ended up having to kick a field goal, and uh, they just seemed a bit out of sorts on offense. And it, it, you know, that that was trouble for them because the they their defense just was not able to hold up against Alabama. Um, you know, it was it was almost a flawless performance by the offense. Uh, they did have one fumble that Ohio State was able to recover and and capitalize on, but. Even when the the score was 14-all, it still seemed like Ohio State was kind of just holding on to, you know, by a thread. It didn't seem as if it was, you know, essentially going blow for blow. Because my thought was, well, if they don't fumble there, they they the way the offense was operating, it, they're probably going to go up 21-7 to or whatever the, you know, the, the case may be. So, it's... Um, it was a, it was a, a dominant performance. Um, I, I think part of what ended up happening was you, you see sometimes in a season where a team knows that they have a big game coming up and it's something that they've been focusing on all offseason a la Ohio State and Clemson where you know Ohio State felt slighted they felt they should have beat Clemson last year and that was their motivation and that was their drive and they put everything into that semifinal game against Clemson and when you do that, sometimes it is hard to regroup and to, to reload to get ready for the next game when you just put so much energy and so much focus into that that semifinal game. And, and it seemed that was the case. And um, also, too, they I mean, they just they were out, man. They had injuries to Wyatt Davis. I believe they had two starting D linemen that didn't play in the game due to injuries. Uh, Trey Sermon, the the hottest running back in in college football for the last you know two three weeks um looks like he had a short it looked like he broke his collarbone um I mean on the first touch of the game so he had the ball I think on the first play of the game and by the third play of the game he he came out with the with the injury so it just was a tough spot um I, I do think that more credit should be given to Alabama's defense because Although Trey Sermon was the running back who was just white hot as far as how well he was playing, uh, Master Teague is not a slouch either, and, and I think it just speaks to uh, the the defensive line number one and and those linebackers and Pete Golding doing just a phenomenal job with uh, with coaching up that that uh, defense because they had you know early on in the season 
when Alabama gave up, I believe it was 48 points to uh, to Ole Miss. You know, they, I mean, they're, I was checking, you know, social media and Twitter, and and Fire Pete Golding was on the top of a lot of Alabama fans' mind. Um, and I was not happy with him by any stretch of the imagination either. But uh, you know, he was able to to take strides and get that get that defense ready to go and and get them peaking at the right time so it 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 did work out uh pretty well um for them obviously getting the championship um you know mac jones played a really good game through for over 450 yards um i mean he he his composure uh playing the quarterback position with just so much pressure uh because of you know the spread offense and and it is so pass heavy now versus when you know AJ McCarron was first starting where you know Alabama was a, a heavy run team I formation and and they ran the ball all day every day uh, this is very different but Max still has that that confidence that cool uh, and just composure he he just does a phenomenal job of diagnosing defenses and getting the ball out of his hands quickly and also in a position where his guys can catch and run I mean it's it it is I mean I don't want to say it's a perfect ball every time because that's I think being a bit dramatic but his ball placement is it's it's incredible um you know you don't see a lot of guys having to jump for passes I mean it's it's on the face mask of those receivers and those guys can catch and run as you saw with Devontae Smith uh, in that first half where you know he was able to catch the ball and get yards after the catch, so he he did a phenomenal job, um, and um, he actually just declared for the NFL draft. So he's going to be a first round pick. I'd be shocked if he if he fell. Well, we'll see. I I think he's definitely a surefire first round pick. Uh, been hearing uh, some some early talks of him going to New England, which I think they're in the in the teens, I believe. I, I think it would be a good match. I think it'd be a good pairing, uh, pairing him with Josh McDaniels there in New England and and Belichick. But they need they they just need some weapons there. They don't have much of anything really, so they would need to do some investing in uh, getting some weapons there. Whether Mac Jones goes there or not, they whoever the quarterback will be next year uh, will have probably just as poor of a year if they don't get some some weapons there so um kudos to alabama uh they i believe dylan moses mac jones jalen waddle christian barmore and i believe i'm missing someone else all declared uh for the draft today oh patrick Sertain jr so all of those guys have declared um I, and we'll see if they have some more guys going early to the draft but um you know, a, a dominant performance. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty exciting to watch. Obviously, I'm a Alabama fan, so it 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 went very well for me. But uh, yeah, that is uh, all I've got. And uh, thanks again for joining me. Feel free to subscribe, so every time I release a, a, an episode, you get a notification. So appreciate your time and have a good one.